A few years ago, I shared a story. I'm not sure if anybody here remembers it. Um, sure, a story about a really fascinating Rebbe. Sixth grade Rebbe, eighth grade Rebbe, I remember. Uh, Yuri has a boy in the class. He's good looking, smart, very successful learning. Um, they, have, they have this vote, votes for class president. Um, and he realizes that uh, this boy votes for himself for class president, which apparently wasn't the standard operating procedure to do that. He wasn't considered humble enough to do that. Um, so he asked the boy, like, why do you do this as well? Because I'm the most qualified, obviously. Um, so the Rebbe realized that this boy maybe needs a little bit of a drama. So he went to the Rebbe from the previous year to speak to him, and he got the message that this boy's grandfather is the chairman of the board of the, of the school, uh, and it was very protective of his grandson, yeah. and don't make any ways with the boy, because it's not worth worth it for your job. So the Rebbe was a little put off by that idea that, you know, this boy needs kinuch and you're avoiding the kinuch because you're worried about your job, but that's not how you do things. So he realized that he needed to find a way to, to get through to this boy, that, uh, that he, as much as he was very successful in many things, his, uh, his self-perception was inappropriate. So um, a few days later, he comes into class. He walks into class, he walks up to the boy and says, you know, I want you to follow this. So he comes into class with his four-year-old son and like a third or fourth grader and a sixth grader and then he asked the boy who's the best they asked the boys who's the best artist in the class. So so and so is voted to be the best artist in the class. So he comes in the very first time of vase on the table with flowers in it. He says we're going to draw the flowers. So to the four-year-old, he gives a picture of the vase with the flowers in it. And he gives him some crayons, and he's going to try and color in the lines, the picture of the... Um, no, so the four-year-old, he gives the picture, and he has like little paste-ons he's going to put in place to, to, to represent the vase. And to the seven-year-old, he gives a picture of the vase with the flowers. To the sixth, fifth, sixth grader, he gives a little less, and to the eighth, eighth grader, he gives an empty piece of paper with colored pencils. Okay, draw the vase. Everybody else, let's go back to learning tomorrow. End of end of the class. So the four-year-old shows his he pasted on his leaves very nicely. Everybody clapped for him. His father gave him a cupcake. He's very happy. And then the next boy shows he did a nice job, etc. And then the eighth grader finally gets to him and he's done, done a beautiful job. So he asked the eighth grader, and he says, well, how did you feel when, like, you know, somewhat of a competition, right? Like, when these the other kids got much more help than you did. So he said, tell you the truth, for, for a moment it bothered me. And then I realized, of course, I'm much more talented than them. I'm older, I'm more, and you, you should expect more of me. So then he said, the Russian sends the Shamas down to this world. And some of the Shamas are very strong the Shamas. 
So the person doesn't give them the picture already made and the, all of this, the help, etc. Some Shemas are weaker than Shemas. So the Shemas have to be born into families which are very well known. It makes them very smart. Those are things that give them support because the Shemas are not so strong, so they really can't handle them. They need a lot of support to make them successful. Whereas the Neshamas, which are really strong, don't get all the extra support. But what happens is that the Neshamas who are given all this extra support, not only do they, sometimes they start lording the fact that they have all this extra help or everybody else. That's all the Rebbe said. He saw the young man looking very pensive. He writes a story that, you know, the, the, over the year he saw the young man, this, this story hit him. But over the year he changed and he became, you know, developed a tremendous exception. That was the end of the story. He's a very good Rebbe. Impressive with the Rebbe. The Russian gives different people different siyua. One person gets the siyua because of the family he's born into. One person gets the siyua because of the brains that he gets. One person gets the siyua because of the personality. He has a very diligent personality. Right? And then there's the neshamas, which, you know, they're given, you know, ADD and XYZ and FRR and all these other things that they, that they get. And they say, you know, let's see how you're going to do. But in our society, because we measure people by not where they started and where they got to, but we measure them on this linear measurement. They seem to be more, some people seem to be more successful than others. <coughs> That's how a person measures. The person doesn't measure like that. He measures where the person started and where he got to. And not probably people which are given the more difficult situations because the person expects tremendous accomplishments from them in the difficult situations that, that they have. And the definition of accomplishment in that situation might be quite different mm -hmm. than we can picture. Mm -hmm. The Russian gives two anhagas. There's an anhaga of a rachel and an anhaga of a leia. Right? Rachel is supposed to marry uh, Yaakov and Leah is supposed to marry Esau. So Leah Dobbins, she marries Yaakov first. She must have a kid. She has a kid. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Rachel. Yaakov has to work to get Rachel. She gets married. And uh, no children. Then she says to Yaakov, says, well, you know, what are you doing to be, deserve a child? Oh, she's masked somebody into the bias. She has a son, Yosef. She has a son, Yaman. She dies in childbirth. Leah is buried next to Yaakov. Rachel is buried by the roadside. She has a son. Now that it's Ryan. Nizirechov, separated from his brothers. He's tested. Roman was tested. We don't find Nisoyanus by Chazal do not touch up that he can't exist with us in Nisoyan. Nisoyan was the Makim Nisoyan Zavraham. Yaakov, it's not described as testing what he goes through. 
Because Chazal say that Yosef, everything that he got, he got from what he did, because he refused Asia's people. So, so his hands would said no. He put, they got the the, the 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 bracelets on his hand, the rings on his hands, etc., etc., etc. He gets because he works. He gets because he works. Doesn't no work, no results. On the other hand, we have uh, an Haga, which Yehuda represents. Yehuda, the primary child of Leah. He carries the Shem in his in his name. Uh, Yosef gets the she, the, the hay in his name because he was stood and he saw him. Elmerishan, <coughs> Russian shows Elmerishan all of the terrorists. So he sees the Shem of David Hamalot. He says, so how long is he going to live? He is uh, stillborn. He's not going to live. Adam gives him seven years of his life. So he gets his life. It's given to him. Mashiach ben Yosef is, Yosef represents Klai Yosef because the void of this world is the void of work. Mashiach ben David is the tzkufa of Adam Habo. It's the tzkufa of Schar. You get because. Bershom, Bershom is has the Hagos of Chesed. The Hagos of Chesed, you get, because Bershom gives. The Hagos of Din, you get because you work. So, go back to these classmates of this young man who's wealthy family, his father's is if I call correctly in this story, I think his his head right. His father was the the chairman of the board. And his grandfather was one of the Eliadors. So like you know, mm-hmm. and he's smart. He's good looking. And all all good things are happening for him. And we look and we say, you know, I wish I was like that. I wish I had those advantages. Why does it come so easy for some people? Come so hard for me. And we sit in yeshiva, and part of the challenge of sitting in yeshiva is that you notice the success of other people. Rehobah has a beautiful ha'ora. The Moran Shabbos says a, a fascinating story. The says that they were one time digging somewhere, and they, they, they bang into, a, into a, a cavern, and the, the fellow pops up and starts talking to them. And they ask him, like, you know what? Well, why aren't you worn out? The whole body is intact. It says, because it's record some is kino. The withering of the bones is kino. And I never had any kino, never had jealousy, so the body is totally intact. So what has or the, the, the record of the atzmis of the person. The person doesn't see his atzmis. He just sees whatever else he has. You say yeshiva, you know, by the, so there's somebody smarter than you. There's somebody who's quicker than you in learning. There's somebody who remembers better than you. Somebody dominates nicer than you. There's somebody who's more chesed than you. There's somebody who's more outgoing and makes friends easier than you. There's somebody who will be better than you in every every which way at some point. And see, 
this when I read, when I read saw this piece from Revolver, this is like back in my time in Tells. So in those days, you, you came, you can't leave, there was no off Shabbos in the winter, six month winter. So you came so because you went home Pesach. So you were together with these guys for six months straight. Nowadays, like every we can have people are going home, you know, like so you get away from it a little bit, you know, to, but you couldn't you couldn't run away. It was it was in your face all the time. And after six months of that, it gets in your nerves. You, you tend to measure yourself against other people. Now, I believe that the Russians, the Russians created an antidote to, uh, to this issue of kinna. It's called the Jewish mother. The Jewish mother's job is to say, my uncle is God's gift to mankind. Right? right? So she goes home at the end of the day. Ah, Yanko, how's your dad? Ah, Yanko, don't worry. You're the best. You're the best. Right? The whole next day, you know, don't worry, you're the best. So every day he hears, you're the best. But Yeshiva, mommy's not there. <coughs> so you, you sit with these guys 24 7, um, not 365 mm-hmm. nowadays, but like 14 days or something like that. Um, 24 7, 14. Doesn't, does, doesn't sound the same. Um, and it wears away at you, and it wears away at you. But Leia says to Rachel, I find that to be one of the most fascinating lines in the, in the Torah. And Rachel doesn't say anything back. Your husband? Really? I gave up the simonim to put you in, in, in... I saved you from the embarrassment? And you're claiming it's your husband? Mechutzefet. Nothing. That's not... That's Leah's position in life. And this is Rachel's job in life. She's... She's become a bit... My type of Leah... She's, she's not Makanalea. Rachel is Ochaz Plach Shtika. She doesn't, she, she, she accepts. Shtika Kahidor. I can be different. I can have a difficult, more difficult. It's going to be difficult. That's okay. And Kaiso's Nikra Al Shem Yosef. Kaiso's Nikra Al Shem, the fact that we can accept the fact that Bershom has a different plan for me than he has for somebody else. And the fact that it goes easier for somebody else is totally irrelevant. Any way, shape, or form, that is for me. Reb Sadek writes, the same way a person has to have a moon on the Kavosh Baruch Hu, a person has to have a moon on themselves. The Russian didn't make a mistake when he made you. you know, <laughs> got everyone else right and me, he messed up. You know, like, you know, you know, he could have made me like much more normal. He could have made me smarter, more outgoing, better parents. He could have done that. But he didn't. 
Why? Because he wants to make my life miserable. Really? Because he has a plan for me. And that plan is a different plan than the person next to me. If you really believe in Kaddish Baruch who created the world, if you really believe in Kaddish Baruch who is Mashiach in the world, if you really believe the person knows what he's doing, then you believe in yourself. And if you don't, teef, teef, there's a lack of chesar and in the Kaddish Baruch. Rechaim Yitel says a fascinating thing. And of all of the Seres Adibras, the Dibra, which is the Dibra HaKalelis, because the, the, the number 10 is a Mira, is a, a Mispra, which is Karlo. The Dibra, which is Karlo, all of the Seres Adibras is Lesachma. You, you, you want to... You really, really believe it? Lesachma. Somebody else has different than you? It's irrelevant to me. Because I, I, I know Kodesh Prophet is running the world. He knows what's best for me. And I trust him. And I'm comfortable with that. And I, I'm happy with that. That's the avoider of the Olam Haseh. I always wonder why Loisachmer. The Ramban says that the mitzvah have to wear a kamaycha. Person doesn't expect you to love the other person as much as yourself. Mm-hmm. But he says that he wants you to want for others as much as you want for yourself. To remove from us the mitzvah hamaganis hamaguna of kina. I forgive other. I want other people to be just as successful as me. I'm totally happy they should be just as successful as me. I had a chavur in yeshiva mention this multiple times. A chavur in yeshiva took it a step further. He says, I don't understand why people would be jealous of somebody else being be Matzeich Amari. And he meant this seriously. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I do. I said, every person who's successful in learning brings Kedushin to the base manager. So if he's successful, I gain. So why would I be jealous? That was a person who was very comfortable with what his role is, what his job is. And I Robin, you're helping me by being successful. So there's a guy who knows how to remember his Mishnah is better than me. Great. So, ask him for information when you need it. Kabbalah, Roshim sent you a resource. There's another fellow who is very good at me as a chesed. When you need it, he's available. Let him teach you. There's so much you can gain from them. There's so much you can gain when you're not busy measuring. You're not busy competing. You're taking advantage. And he, this person was like, to the point, was just, I don't get the issue. I probably don't understand it. I was thinking to myself, I think most guys in Shiva understand the problem. You know, like, 
And he pushed like, he just, it's fascinating to me. We were in this for two years. The Russian made people different. Which is, which is, I'm a for this guy. I have a better idea. Should be bottle. What is isn't bad. Russia made is different for a reason. We gain from each other's differences. We gain from the fact that somebody else's perspective is different than me. That's what challenges me to grow. If I live in a world where everybody thinks exactly like me, I don't have to grow. I don't gain. I don't get another perspective. I don't get. I don't. I'm not challenged. Now the point over here isn't to say, "Well, I'm wonderful. That's the way I am." The point is to learn from other people, to grow from them. Uh, there's a book which can be misused. A very helpful book that can be misused called "Appreciating People, Including Yourself." Right? People are different. She works with this. Uh, this writer works with this system of study of personality types. And there's 16 primary personality types, etc., etc., etc. So you're okay. Of course you're okay. And of course we, we have to work on that. But that's not the final goal, right? So the, the system works based on you know giving different uh, alphabetical. You know, to the different different types. You know, this thing or that thing. So the final goal is alphabet soup. Let's get this very clear. The final goal isn't to be that I'm well, I'm I don't know, and I, that's the way I am. You know, brush and take it or leave it. Now, the guy once got married. He says, says his wife, listen, this is the way I am. Take it or leave it. Wow. Day day five of Shabbos. That's not what marriage is about. Sefer Chinuch says that the Bershom ushered marrying relatives because relatives are brought up in the same house. They basically have the same hashkafas, the same goals, the same etc. So you're not going to be challenged by your marriage. The Bershom wants you to marry somebody outside of there, which is going to come with a whole different background, a whole different thought process, and you'll be forced to be challenged, and you'll grow from it. So they interface with the other people. The Russian made them different for a reason. Yeah, it's frustrating that every time you say a word, this guy slugs you up. I had a conversation which used to drive me crazy. This guy was so good at learning. Every time I'd say a word, he would slug me up. Every time. So I had two choices. I had a few choices. I could avoid him like the plague. Never tell him of work. Option A, right? That's why I wouldn't be challenged by it. I could set it as a personal challenge to see where I can get to avoid what he'll accept. Right? I could hate his guts. I mean, there are a lot of different options of how I could deal with it, you know. I could have different options of how to deal with it. Um, we're so close to this day, and I still avoid telling him, no. <laughs> yeah. Recently, I was like, you know, at one point in time, like, I realized he felt the same way about me. <laughs> Oh, okay. I never noticed that. Okay. I, he was challenging me. That's a good thing. He was smarter than me. Yeah, okay. Still is. Mutabra, where are you? Hush was sore. 
very well used swarm nowadays. But my first reaction to it, it got on my nerves. Like, like, why is he better than me? What, what that's about? It took time to work through that, work it through. I'm going to gain from him. I'm going to gain from that challenge that I can say of worth that he's going to, not going to, on the spot, figure out why, what, where my flaw is. Or I can avoid it because it's uncomfortable. And a and yeshiva had very low self-esteem. So, um, he was a bucky in, in Masechta's kingdom. Because there was no competition. In Masechta's kingdom. Like, he don't want to be a bucky and say, he claims a bucky and because there's a lot of other guys that are learning about Basra who are as good as him or better, right? But Kinnam is just, there wasn't really competition, so it was great, you know. That's how he dealt with it. He ran away from it. So one time I had a conversation with him, you know, and I said, you, know, you can't keep running. He's a Magus Shervadaf Yarmi now. Very close to Magus Shervadaf Yarmi. I once spoke to Shiva Rukhaim about another buffer of that sort. I personally held he was the best broker in the, in the shear, but he had uh, very low self-esteem. The record of some Kino, the Atsimis of the person was withered. All he saw was what it was good for everybody else. So this young man, sadly, so uh, he heard like this, you know, one of the guys used to have a say to Mishnah, we're going to do that, we learn you know, two Mishnahians. So he said, no, we'll do that too. So he had every night, we prevent it with two Mishnahians. And there's another guy who used to learn two Prakal Tanakh before he went to bed. On his nightstand next to his bed, there was this pile of storm, like this big, because he did a little bit like everybody else. And it's all, you know, it took like an hour and a half to go to bed. And I went to Shiro Khan and I asked him, like, you know, like, he said, the line between Kinnasar from Tarbachachma and Rekha Atzama's Kino is Kechutasara. Kinnasar from Tarbachachma is, because I'll say it's a double type. So, because you're jealous, you gain, you grow, you want to be like them. And, but to stepping over to the other side where I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing, that line is just, it's a hair's breadth. And he definitely stepped over. He eventually left Tells because he couldn't deal with the competition in Tells. The Russian is smart. He knows what he's doing. He makes people different. He makes people better than me. He makes people with different talents that I have. And because he wants me to grow. He wants me to be challenged by it. But not to say that I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing. The Russian got everybody else right but me. That's for sure. He got me very right. And sometimes very right means that I'm not going to have all those advantages because I have to work harder. There was a TV commercial I don't know when it, start, when it started. So uh, Hertz had this ran, ran this this ad that uh, ad campaign that were number one because they were the most used uh, metal car company in the country. Avis ran a campaign that says we're number two. We try harder. 
Gewaldig. It was like, everybody used that as a muscle. How, like, you know, you can turn around. Like, yeah, we're, we're not number one. That's what we, we keep trying harder because we want to be one. We're going to catch up. We're gonna sit, not going to sit on our laurels. We're going to work hard. We're number two. We try harder. They still do it? I don't know. I don't know. That was, uh, was like the. Uh, I remember like the, the hop of it was Gewaldic. You know what? She's number two. Okay, so try harder. That's not a bad thing. It's a Gewaldic Gazelle. And it's frustrating. It's okay. You can be frustrated. But deep down, we know the person knows what he's doing. And he has a plan for me, and the plan might be, I might not become the most successful learner as somebody else, and that's not the role the Rosh has for me. That's possible too. And I will find other roles the Rosh has for me with my talents. In Yeshiva, there's a certain set of talents which gets, gets a benefit to have, get ahead. Get on to the challenges of life outside the Yeshiva, a lot of different life skills. I was a 10th grade Rebbe and tells. And there was, I had a range of Bachram, I, I had you know, one Bachram this year who was learning to grow bears for a state on his own, successfully. And I had a Bachram who couldn't read. It's 18 Bachram in this year. I had asked them to give me a homogenous shear. I, I, I wasn't sure what a heterogeneous shear looked like. That was the homogenous shear. Um, and some of the guys were chaperoning some of the weaker end guys. It says, Chaperonist, one day you're going to be working for them. Right now, he's back in Cleveland recently. One of the guys, on the quote weaker end, is a big businessman with a lot of, and some of the guys, the smarter end, are his accountants and his, you know, they work for him. So he's a chaperonist, one day you'll be working for them. So in yeshiva, yeah, that skill takes, gets advantage. But it doesn't mean you have all the life skills that you need. This guy has business savvy in a way that you're not. So he, right now, it's, it looks like you're, you're quote unquote ahead. This long picture over here. Right? And this person's an Askin, and he's, he has connections to politicians, and he's made health and tremendous people. He met tremendous enough to be in a call you so. He wasn't the most successful, quote unquote, in Yeshiva. So what, we're measuring based on this, that, that those, those three. I mean, and, and, he, and he learns the Kriyas, not just, you know, Tafyarmi. He has a Kriyas, he learns, seriously learns every day, successfully. He, he was able to break through on that also. So we have a Yosef and we have a Yehuda. We have Barrels and Shmerels and Yaakovs and Yitzchoks and all those all the people in between. And we're all different. And that's the Rosh Nachas that we're going to be challenged by the differences. We're going to be forced to grow. We're going to be sometimes see the differences and wish I had that, and then learn how to accept maybe I won't, I will never get that, and that's not what I'm supposed to have. Or I will grow because of it, and I will try and incorporate as much as I can that individual, because he has what to teach me, because he was given a skill or talent which I wasn't given, and vice versa. And sometimes the people which are given less talents is because they have a bigger role to play in the audience.